Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is Robots on Typewriters, episode number 102. These are going to be pretty easy for you to remember for a bit here, aren't they? Hopefully. Maybe not. Um, I don't, don't want to jinx don't it. Don't curse me with that. <laughs> I, I did have to think about this. <laughs> that, I mean... Episode number 102. We're out of freshman fall. We're on to freshman spring and continuing with the subject. <laughs> I like that. That was a good one. Uh, what is Robots on Typewriters? I'm glad you asked. Thanks. I'll explain. Thanks. Uh, Robots on Typewriters is a podcast all about computational creativity, AI, algorithms, computers, machine learning, neural networks, Lorraine Newman. Algorithms. We've said Al-gorithm. that before. Algorithm. <laughs> Uh, algorithm all those things algor's rhythm sense rhythm. of rhythm rhythm yeah all of those used to make comedy and creative content like art and music uh sometimes those computers help people make creative content and sometimes the computers basically do all the creating themselves on this show we have two segments both of which were named by a random generator The first segment is the zesty hat. I almost said it backwards. (laughs) Not hat zesty. (laughs) Hat zesty. Istez ta. (laughs) Who's she? The first segment is the zesty hat in which we highlight some computational creativity from around the internet. And in the second segment, the trashy toy, we use some of those tools and toys we found elsewhere to play a game of our own creation. This week's Zesty Hat is a sort of a spiritual successor to things that have been previous uh, Zesty Hats or just previous tools that we have adored. This is AI TextGen, the new Python package made by Max Wolf. Our dad. I'm, I'm waiting for a, whoa, yeah. I, I mean, that's what they're all doing at home. I know it. Oh, okay. I, I wanted to give them some room to do that. Yeah, yeah. I just reverently think of him as my father, so I didn't. Of my, course, My yes. emotions uh, were all kept inside. If you have listened to this podcast before, you've undoubtedly heard us use some of Max Wolf's toys before, uh, tools even, Python packages even, uh, one of which I used last week, TextGen RNN, was uh, a tool to generate content one letter at a time, making new text out of old text. Uh, the second big important Python package Maxwell made was GPT-2 Simple, which hooked into OpenAI's transformer-based GPT-2 large language model and let you kind of fine-tune it, train it on your own data to generate text uh, that sounded pretty good and coherent um, using that enormous nice language model uh so normally when we nice (laughs) Nice. normally when we interface with gpt2 um, we either use gpt2 simple or we use write with transformer a website made by hugging face um, which uses their kind of sped up uh optimized version of gpt2 ai text gen max wolf's new toy is kind of the best of both worlds um, AI TextGen uses Hugging Faces transformers, but it also uses the kind of 
underlying structure that makes them so fast and efficient um, and so customizable for people who are uh, far more um, technical than I am. But for people who are on more our level or a more beginner level, uh, making things more optimized like this is awesome because it means more people can more easily use uh, GPT-2 to make their own custom content. Yeah. So AI text gen like GPT-2 Simple um, is available for use in a Google collaboratory, which is basically a Google Docs, but for Python code with lots of notes written by Max um, and all the code kind of already typed right in there for you. So you can just go in and like replace the examples he gave with your own stuff. Um, and the joy of using a collaboratory means you can use the nice cloud, the nice, the, the nice. powerful cloud hardware um, that Google makes available. So since this is a, a Python package, you could use it on your own machine, use your own kind of CPU or GPU to train um, GPT. Or if you maybe don't have the fastest laptop in the world or you just don't want to be using your own computer's power to do this when it's available for free from Google, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, you just hop on Collaboratory, run it right in there, and you can train uh, GPT-2 on whatever you want way, way faster than uh, what used to be possible, especially you know before GPT-2 Simple. But I think AI TextGen, in my quick testing of it, is also uh, considerably faster than even GPT-2 Simple. So you can do some really powerful training of a giant language model. Um, you can also just generate from a pre-trained model. That's how uh, something like Write with Transformer works. So you don't even need to do any pre-training. You just type in the word generate, and then you put in what words you want it to generate after, and you can specify a length, or you can specify how many uh, iterations to try. So that part of it works just like Write with Transformer, and being that it's the same underlying hardware, it essentially is Write with Transformer, just in a Google Doc, almost. Um, yeah, so it's... Uh, a much more quick, optimized, powerful way to use GPT-2 to make yeah. fun and exciting content. I'm sure we That's will be awesome. using it quite a bit. Yes, for sure. Hopefully, yeah. I <laughs> Because I am just sometimes an idiot. It, I, ha I struggle so much using GPT-2 simple. I think it's just, I don't know what the problem is, but I'm really excited to try this one out and hope I don't curse it with my same... I think <laughs> there's a lot of fingers. things that, uh, so GPT-2 Simple is built on TensorFlow, and TensorFlow is just really, like, particular right. about a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to say that it's, like, hacky or hard-coded, because that makes it sound like I think I'm smarter than the people that made <laughs> that, like, gargantuan <laughs> genius uh, machine learning <laughs> library. I am not. But there's certain <laughs> things that it's just... Uh, it's particular about. I think Torch is a little more forgiving. So um, when we mm. end up submitting in data files that are like all messed up or like in the wrong <laughs> format, I think yeah. this uh, this library will be better at kind of working with us to still give us something. Yeah. Um, a few things that I absolutely love about AI TextGen. One is that because it's a Max Wolf project, it is. Uh, very, very well documented. There's a, a huge write-up in really simple language about like 
what's going on, how to use this, what you might want to use it for. Um, so if you go to his GitHub or his Twitter account, uh, mini max IR on both of those, you can find AI text gen, um, with its intensively well-written documentation, including one of my favorite parts, an ethics section, ah. um, right in the documentation, uh, something I haven't really seen much of in the entirety of like the AI and like broader like computer science world is Max Wolf's section here about the ethics of using this tool um, and the ethics of using it to not deceive people to be transparent in what sort of content you're creating with this and being transparent in how you're using it. He also says, it's fun to anthropomorphize the nameless AI as an abstract genius, but part of the reason I made AI TextGen and all of my previous text generation projects is to make technology more accessible and accurately demonstrate both its promise and its limitations. Um, I call that the Keaton Patty corollary. <laughs> uh, yeah. Max is too polite to call someone out by name specifically, <laughs> so I'll do it. Um, Great. <laughs> yeah, so it's and it's completely open source. It's on GitHub, so you can suggest if you're so inclined, you can suggest like upcoming features, report bugs, uh, make your own forks to this project. Um, or you can just enjoy it, and it's right on Collaboratory, which is another thing I love about all of Max's projects. Yeah. Um, I also enjoyed, he's been on Twitter uh, showing it off a little bit, making different funny creations with AI text gen. And this is just a tiny note that I think you and I have experienced to different degrees. Um, but it's funny for me seeing it as someone who's like constantly making AI content and for comedy um, that I've observed the same thing. Max said he, so he made some Buzzfeed YouTube video titles and descriptions. Um, like oh. if these cheeses acted like game of Thrones quote, there's <laughs> blood on my hands, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> or how does my body smell? Question mark. Why does your body smell the best? <laughs> uh, I gave uh, my dad the sex talk. Quote, hey, mom, you got that 90s vibe? <laughs> There's, oh, that's uh, a weird Max one. said about that piece. Interestingly, for this output, I only trained it on 2,500 steps. Uh, that is to say, he turned way down the default number of like iterations. Um, that's something okay. I do all the time with GPT-2 Simple. Um, uh -huh. He says training it on more caused the model to blatantly overfit. So mm -hmm. we experience this. Um, we sometimes behind the scenes we experience this a lot. That we have relatively small data sets, sometimes very right. small data sets. Um, so if you just leave it to train at its default learning rate, default number of steps. All that comes out is exactly what you put in. Right. So Max right, says, perhaps right. deliberately underfitting is better for comedy. I think uh, that okay. is absolutely yeah. true because the yeah. the less you fit your data to, or the less you fit the model to your original data, the more it still kind of looks like the generic untrained or uh, non-fine-tuned but pre-trained right. model, the one that's still kind of just trained on text from all over the place. For sure, so you get yeah. weird little quirks. Yeah. Weird little quirks. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's AI text gen. I'm sure we will gen. be using quite a bit of it. I encourage you to go check it out, even if you're thinking, 
it sounds a little too technical. Um, I can almost promise you it will not be. The collaboratory really walks you through in a, a helpful way. That's awesome. Very excited about that one. It's a good hat. Well, yeah, that's going to take us on into the trashy toy uh, for for this week. Um, and it is it is my turn to to don the trashy toy. That's not what you, you don't do really with don toys. a toy, do you? Um, you can if it's like dress up clothes. I consider those a toy. Like, okay, yeah. you know. So yeah, these are that's what that's what it is this week. That's the form it takes this week. Um, it's entirely irrelevant uh, because um, we are actually we're gonna play a you know good old fashioned game of AI dungeon, but um, with a little bit of inspiration from a listener named Joe Isham at Gridlock Joe on Twitter. He um, often shares with us some some stuff that I think his his tool of choice is usually talk to Transformer. Yes. Um, and he often shares some of his creations with us via Twitter, and we appreciate that greatly. And um, after our 100th episode, when we were talking about, you know, all of those secret episodes that we do every week and don't uh, disclose, um, he, he put in uh, Talk to Transformer uh, secret episodes of the Robots on Typewriters podcast that Allison and Justin are keeping in the vault colon and then uh number one so that it would give us a list um i'll just read uh i'll just read um so here because a lot of them are are pretty simple one word titles but some of them i think we're going to use as an inspiration for an actual uh story that we're going to tell here uh number one worms season one episode one (laughs) i hate it see uh two bugs season one episode two three intro i didn't even really look at that before i like that we got we get the worms and the bugs out of the way up front then we went on to the introduction actually and said what we're really doing here i think that fits like the way we work (laughs) yeah yeah uh figure it all out later and and, yeah um four this one is one of my favorites and i think i want to do something with it for the phantom trouble of doll street Season one, episode four. Uh, um, and excellent. as I pointed out to Justin, that uh, scans pretty well for the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Um, so maybe we can figure out who the, the Phantom Trouble of Doll Street is. Um, five, The Shop is on the Waterfront. Season one, episode five. Six, The Coffee. Season one, episode six. Seven, The Coming of Autumn. Season one, episode seven. I'm assuming that's where um, the origin uh, of the fall song came from. That's for nobody. Yes. Uh, eight, The Unzipping. Season one, episode eight. Which uh, Joe said, I guess that one will be saved for robots (laughs) on typewriters gone wild. Yeah, that's for After Dark. Um, Nine, The Funeral, season one. That's Um, how we ended season one. We killed off one of our characters. We killed off. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, do you remember that other host that we used to have before he died in episode uh, nine of season one? Yeah, that was was crazy. Um, (laughs) This is what um, he looks like now. Um, yeah, so, uh, I really like the Phantom Trouble of Doll Street, and I, um, I want to use that to tell a story here, and, um, I think that, uh, AI Dungeon is gonna be a a good way to just kind of 
roll through and figure out uh, the Phantom Trouble of Doll Street AI Dungeon. You can find it at uh, aidungeon.io, play.aidungeon.io. It's a text-based adventure game that is run uh, with GPT-2 and generates, um, you know, actions and events and characters and and dialogue uh, using GPT-2. And you, uh, you know, say what you want to do and it acts and responds accordingly not accordingly necessarily it's not all yeah it acts and it responds (laughs) yes how according Um, it is it's up to it (laughs) it's up to it and uh, and i um yeah, so uh, the first thing you do uh, with AI Dungeon is you pick a setting. You've got a couple of options here. Um, the first one and most common being fantasy, but then there's also mystery, apocalyptic, zombies, cyberpunk, uh, a custom option, and archive. I don't know what that means exactly. I think that just means check your own archive for things that you've uh, saved or something. Check your archive. Before you wreck your archive. Say. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so what what are you thinking for the uh, the Phantom Trouble of Doll Street? That sounds like a mystery. It sounds like a straight-up Sherlock yeah. Holmes mystery. It does, yeah. Okay, and we love a mystery here. So um, the now we have to select the character type, which our options are patient, detective, or spy. I think probably detective, classic yeah. detective. And we need a name. Um, oh, in the in the in the comments or whatever. Yeah, that's the other thing I'm looking yeah. at. Joe Isham also shared with us. Um, uh, he put into Talk to Transformer. What else are Allison and Justin keeping in the Robots on Typewriters podcast vault? And um, there were some comments that uh, are mostly from other people. One of them seems to be from me. <laughs> um, but Could be a different uh, Allison. Yeah, <laughs> there's uh, Whitney and Pat. Um, what have we got here? Now you've heard the first two minutes of each two-hour minute episode. You're probably ready to give the next 10, 15 minutes to Roboto. And then <laughs> copyright Ooh. or whatever that You think means. Roboto might be the uh, the, the, the robot detective that's on the case? Ooh, robot detective. Yeah, Roboto. Detective <laughs> Domo Arigato. Detective Roboto. Inspector Roboto. Inspector Roboto. Okay. Please, yeah, Detective Roboto was my father. <laughs> Please, I'm an inspector. Inspector Roboto, I just met her. I just met her. I just met her, Roboto. All right, we're generating a story here. You are Inspector Roboto, a detective living in Chicago. You have a pistol and a police badge. You enter the forest where you believe the criminal you're searching for fled to. Suddenly, an explosion occurs nearby, causing your attention to be drawn towards it. All right, is this the demon barber of Doll Street? The the, the careless uh, whisper phantom, of Doll Street. The careless whisper of Doll Street. Um, uh, the, the phantom trouble of Doll Street. So, uh, what do you? Uh, what should we? Um, what should we try here? Uh, we gotta go Check. investigate the explosion. Let's just yeah. I saw in one of the little tips that flashes up that. Apparently, it works better if you write it in the second person, which is very informative to me because I have oh. struggled with whether you should do it in third or first and never considered the second. All right, you investigate the explosion. The explosion is caused by some sort of bomb strapped to one of the trees near you, which explodes with enough force that it knocks you off your feet and causes your gun to go off, killing two men who were standing next to you at the time. Lucky you, I guess. <laughs> Uh, yes, classic Chicago exploding trees. 
<laughs> I was like, what are you, are you okay? Um, yeah, so we just murdered two men, but I'm sure, you know, yeah. in the line of duty, that's acceptable. Yeah, you know, men in the forest, they know the risk they're taking. Yeah, men um, in the forest, never been Norrist. Never been Norrist. We are, uh, Inspector Roboto, <laughs> that is really hard to say. I'm going to constantly say Inspecto Roboto. Um, Expecto Robotus. <laughs> Expecto Robotnist? Are we, what's, uh, <laughs> so should we check who the men were? Um, I don't think that's necessary. So okay. wait, do you think Somebody the explosion we heard was a tree exploding as they do? A bomb strapped well, tree? I mean, that's what it says. It w- the explosion is caused by some sort of bomb strapped to one of the trees near you. Wait, I thought so a new I... explosion just occurred. <laughs> okay. The explosion is caused by some sort of bomb strapped to one of the trees near you, which explodes with enough force that it knocks you off your feet and causes your gun to go off, <sighs> killing the two men. So I think it's the same explosion, okay. but it also kind of sounds like one explosion might have triggered another one, but I kind of think it's just the same explosion. So... Um, Why? Yeah, should we inspect the like the? Yeah, the that, you know what? Yeah, let's as a default. If we're not sure of what to do, let's inspect stuff because we are an that's, inspector. That's, that's where we are an inspecto. Inspect the bomb. Does a bomb continue to be a bomb once it's exploded? Um, it's it's a a bombed. You explain, no, sorry. You examine the bomb, but find nothing out of place or suspicious about it. It's just another ordinary piece of ordinance. Ordinary piece of ordinance. <laughs> All right. Um, so nothing it's interesting just, about the bomb. It's, just a, it's a standard issue Chicago bomb. It's, yeah. Everyone gets one when you're born. Yeah. You just need to figure out when to use it properly. Um. So... Can we look around to, for clues about who did this? Hey, I'm inspecting you Continue looking here. around. <laughs> you continue to look around the area, but can't find anything that would lead you to any suspects. Great. There is no sign of anyone else either, so you decide not to pursue this matter further. Tight, 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 All right, tight, mystery tight. solved. I, so, okay, now this leads me back to the men, because if there's nothing else of interest, but there were these uh, two men, fine. but they, they were just shot on their feet. <laughs> Inspecto the men. Inspect the men. After examining the bodies, you notice something strange. The man on the ground has a large wound in his chest, while the other two men seem to have been shot through their heads. You quickly take note of both wounds before they die. Oh my god, they weren't even dead yet. Wait, so the other two men, we killed a third? We must have killed a third. Um, actually, okay, so at first it told us that we, our gun went off killing two men, but now I think it's that we did kill two men straight up, but then there was a man who was already on the ground with a large wound in his chest, maybe? Okay, so this isn't one of ours. I don't think so. Not one of our men. Inspecto him for identification. Inspecto his wallet and run away. (laughs) You inspect the man lying on the ground for identification papers, but he doesn't seem to have any. He looks like he's dead, but then again, maybe he isn't. Try to call out to him, but there is no answer. Dead man, are you alive? They're gone. There's nothing more we can do. I think we just go back to the the police office. Go to bed. Go to our mom's house like we always do. Yeah, yeah. Go back to... Well, that that always leads us off track. I think we go back to the police office... Okay. Police office. Go back Shit, to the. I don't know. The police. police go back department? to the station. Talk to the chief. The station. Okay. 
Can you tell neither of us has any knowledge of <laughs> law? I have a really hard time not saying post officer sometimes. I say sounds like what it should be. Uh, you return to the police station and report what has happened. You think that you explain that you think someone tried to kill you, but that you didn't see them because they managed to escape. Oh man, you this is them. too similar to how <laughs> police actually work. Right. A few days later, a squad from ooh, a squad from the Chicago Police Department arrives at your house. So we are at home, and our own colleagues have arrived. Hello, gentlemen. What is it? Can I offer you a cup of tea? <laughs> I am going to say that. Um, and I think the since the last time we played AI Dungeon on the podcast, um, there have been some changes. One of them is that you can actually change whether um, what you're typing in is, is um, it, you can change it from do to say to story, which kind of helps inform what exactly it is that you're trying to accomplish, which is cool. I do love seeing all of the uh, the constant updates and the, the liveness yeah. of AI Dungeon. Really, yeah, really informative about what is changing. It's cool. You greet the police officers as always, as you always do when they arrive at your door. Oh, they come by a lot. Are <laughs> you here for the weekly questions. poker game? <laughs> they don't ask too many questions, though, since they all know, since they know all too well how to act around you. They tell you that the two men killed in the explosion are identified as James and William Smith. Wow, there's a lot of coherence here. There's a lot of like, yeah. continuity here. This is amazing. So wait, am okay, I now, so I was going to say, are we now being framed for a murder? But then I realized we're not really being framed. We we did murder them. Um, I think, yeah, I, I like the idea that what happened the other night is like we came in and it's like, yeah, sorry, I couldn't find the guy. There, anyway, <laughs> bye. And then they're like, uh, like, yeah, we'll let him go home. Pretend we don't know about the two dead men. And then when we get it figured out. This is all ringing knocking. similar to, so there's a video game called Detroit Become Human, which involves oh. a Detroit robot police officer. Oh. Um, and does, his, he do, does he live alone? Well, yes. And he has a human uh, police partner. But I think he gets oh. framed for an unjust killing and it becomes like oh. a moment in like a robot uprising civil rightsy kind of metaphor. Well, I, I don't think that's what's the no, case here this, because the, we the, did the, in the fact twist we have here <laughs> is the killing was not a, we are not being framed. We did just shoot two brothers <laughs> or or husbands and leave them to die Un uncertain. Um but it is our podcast. Were they brothers um, or husbands? <laughs> or unrelated and shared a common surname <laughs> if ai dungeon doesn't say husbands it's homophobic but if we killed husbands then we're homophobic well yeah brothers mm. yes but they died together in an accident <laughs> i'm sorry to hear that it's okay really we lost our husband and father too soon today wait it's Oh no, these police officers are family. I understand. Wait, the we lost our husband. Wait, now. so the two cops so, that showed up, so one of them is the son of these guy of one of these guys, and the other is the, the other husband of one of these the guys. The husband of one of these guys. Um, this is very personal, very fast. Um, not good. Are we the careless demon of Doll Street? The Phantom Trouble, probably. Um. Uh, oh wait no. a second we, we do a i day. live on doll street i like how they're they're not here to like arrest our ass they he they just came to like 
be really sad about it just yeah, to let us you know. know hey hey roboto you know us down from the the station <laughs> you know the squad boys you know my husband james yeah he was a great guy was and my dad and the other one was my <laughs> husband i married my uncle haha <laughs> <laughs> no just kidding oh, there's two no. of us here he was speaking then i was speaking i married his <laughs> uncle uh you say wait a second do i live on doll street <laughs> No, sir, that street was destroyed in the explosion. Oh, thank God. I'm sorry. It wasn't my fault. It's all right, sir, but please feel free to come back anytime you want. It's a very underhanded way of saying we're taking you downtown. <laughs> I I thought it was him saying I'm welcome to come back to my own house anytime I want to try to like Jedi <laughs> mind trick me into going back to work for him. Uh, maybe. While he stays here at my house. Okay, I just, I still, I don't know what these guys want out of us. So Doll Street was ex- it destroyed in the explosion. Okay, um, That's interesting. I feel like that probably means there was something to hide on Doll Street. Yeah, I think tomorrow morning we'll investigate. I think first we just need to okay. clear up with these guys. Like, is there anything else you wanted? Is this the first time we've got an actual robot voice? I think it is. Yeah, 101 episodes <laughs> in, we finally have a robot on a podcast. <laughs> is there anything else you wanted? Nothing else, sir. Thank you. Is there anything else I should know about? No, sir. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Cleared up. We're still kind of off the hook. Bye. Good night. Sorry about your loved ones. <laughs> I love you. But Roboto kind of like raised his eyebrows when he said loved ones to indicate some like <laughs> nagging homophobia. <laughs> You leave the police, that we said that, then you leave the police station where we were not um, and walk down Doll Street. The streets are empty except for some homeless people sleeping on, on the sidewalks. You pass by a building with broken windows and smoke coming out of it. A few minutes later, you reach another one of those buildings. Another one with broken windows and smoke coming out of it? Doll Street ain't what it used to be. <laughs> Since I blew it to hell. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> I, I didn't do it. <laughs> Is, is there anything else I can do for Doll Street? I'm, no? Great. I'm innocent. Great. <laughs> I love Chicago. <laughs> and the police. Message in a bottle. <laughs> also, okay, um... 25 or 624. That, that's Chicago. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um so we we are just walking through like the smoking ruins of this street that we didn't blow up somebody else blew it up we still don't know who did the bomb yeah yeah and to be fair like the fact that if the the explosion for some reason set our gun off is that really my fault i don't know that seems yeah almost paranormal how did an explosion make my gun mm. go off Maybe it's the phantom trouble of Doll Exactly. Street. I think we've got to go ask the chief, was anything unusual happening? Go First, First, go back to the police station and see the chief. Okay. We're not sure if we ever even were there <laughs> or if chief. we were at home. This might be the next day. Yeah. When you're a robot, you know, all days are the next day. Days are days. Yeah. Days and days and days. You decide, you go back to the police station is what I said, and then you decide not to go back to the police station anymore. We've sworn it off. You just need some time We've alone done with what? yourself. 
after after a while, you find yourself in a park near your home. There are trees here and there, which makes this place look more peaceful than usual. Nature is so beautiful. We've, we've done a terrible thing. <laughs> Needed to be alone with my thoughts. <laughs> Can I get a okay, foot long so yeah, with we're... all the fixings? <laughs> Every single one. They tell me it's crazy, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> Uh, this robot who like really wants to fit in and be a human and like just he actually does get joy out of it but he has such an old voice model that it just sounds yeah. like there's nothing there oh. can we like call the chief yeah you call the police chief and explain what happened he tells you he'll send someone over right away to the park where we're hanging out. Um, after a couple of hours, you get a phone call from the chief himself. Chief, hello? This is Chief Woban of the Chicago Police Department. Hello, this is Roboto. Do you know anything about Doll Street? Now, one thing I was thinking when I said, like, every day is the next day, if there was a uh -huh. robot police officer, a, uh -huh. a an, an inspector Roboto, um, yes. would he be... On eight-hour shifts, could would he work twenty-four-seven? Would it be like I unethical for him to work twenty-four-seven because then like every I other officer so. looks worse? Yeah, I think so. I think you got to keep it. You got to treat him like a human. What does he do for the other sixteen situation. hours? Go to the park. <laughs> Goes to the park, gets a foot long. I watch a Cubs it. game. <laughs> this is Go gonna be the their year. Bean. I love that big bean. It's so beautiful. Looks like my skin. <laughs> the bean reminds me of my mother. <laughs> the bean was my mother. I was born out of the bean. And I will die in the bean. <laughs> we all return to the bean at some point. The past tense of B is bean. <laughs> We um, talked to the police. We asked him if he knew anything about Doll Street. Chief, sigh. <sighs> no, sir. Then why did you send me here? To the park? <laughs> because I'm trying to solve a murder case. And I can only do that if I know something about the victim. But let's talk about something else. Oh! <laughs> That's where it ends. Should we just say what? Yeah, let's just what say what. It, let's let him finish that thought. Yeah. <laughs> Please go on. <laughs> Please, I insist. <laughs> I too want to know more about the victim. <laughs> you say, what is it, sir? Chief. <sighs> well, I don't think we've ever spoken before, but I'm afraid I have to tell you something very important. Something will, that will affect us. What is it? It's like doing script format now. I fed uh, AI a thousand hours of <laughs> robot talk. <laughs> Wait, was that the end or? That was it. Yeah, it ended with uh, Roboto saying, "What is it?" Yeah, like let him. What to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just should we just say, "Let him finish." Yeah. The chief. Uh, my name is John Singer. I'm the head of the Chicago Police Department. The Chicago Police Department. What happened? How come to there isn't any chief? Wobon. <laughs> Yeah, what about Chief Wuhan? How come there how come there isn't any police department in New York City or Los Angeles? <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet boy. What happened to Chief Woban? 
Because if this thing is targeting Dahl Street, which is near us, it just killed two family members of officers, and now the chief's disappeared, and our yeah, gun went it was off like without us the, knowing. The chief Woban like dropped the phone, and the new police chief John Singer picked it up like immediately upon his death without even like breaking the phone conversation. I think I think this new chief Smith or whatever, what's his name? John Singer. John Singer. I think he's a plant. I think he's yeah. In well, um, interesting. Um, what happened to Chief Woban? The chief always sighs at the at the beginning of his line. Even the other chief. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's just, just a sigh line. Thing. It was his idea to create a new police force. He wanted to make sure that crime would decrease in Chicago. Unfortunately, he died of an overdose of drugs shortly after he announced this plan. Now the city has no police chief at all. Wait a second, I have a theory. I don't think we're talking to a police chief at all. I think the person we're talking to is a robot. I think for crime oh. to really decrease, there are some bad robots trying to replace all humans. Oh no! And, and I oh, think man. Chief Singer is a Singer sewing machine disguised oh, as a police goodness. chief. Oh my goodness! That's that's a ve- a sewing machine ro- like a like an anthropomorphic sewing machine robot is very sinister oh yeah it's got a, a high pace needle right in its Oof. mouth yeah um, it's mouth ew chief singer are you a robot too not to be confused with a robot toe <laughs> chief yes sir i suppose so are you telling me that you're not human no sir i mean yes but I'm also a machine programmed by humans to serve them well. <laughs> How to serve man. <laughs> Step one. I read that book. <laughs> Step one. Put all of the food on a nice serving tray. <laughs> That's right. I read the rewrite of that book when robots tried to become friends with humans. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All the other robots are... Uh... Older models well, that are bent on destroying man, but Roboto is like a naive young robot with an old robot voice that's bent on <laughs> like best becoming friends with humans. <laughs> um. Okay, so he is a machine programmed by humans to serve them well. Uh, All I right, don't know how I much think. I believe. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy for a second that Chief Woban was a drug addict and was. <laughs> Woban is like so close to like Wobot. <laughs> Chief Wobot, that, that robot that uh, had, that you give like Woo-woo. therapeutic advice to or whatever. I kind of want to ask about Doll Street one more time, like try to hammer it home. Yeah, ask about Doll Street again. And then I think I want to call the humans who had their sibling mm. and dad or whatever die or husband. What happened to Doll Street? <sighs> That's a long story. It's always a sigh. Say, it's literally always a sigh. <laughs> That's That's a long story. Let's just say that it involved the destruction of most of my department and the creation of a new one in its place. A new police force in New York City? Where did they get such ideas? <laughs> Simpleton. I, I love him. I do too. All right, so he's obviously being given the runaround now. Um, yes, yes. I think we like we get off this call, call the other... Oh, that's right, we're on the phone. Yeah. John Wilson and John... Smith or whatever. Well, we don't know their names. We we know that their their loved ones were James and William Smith, who yeah, we were okay. um 
I say we yeah, call we'll the nice police the officers Smiths. from last yeah. night and tell them we need to meet in the in the park. In the park. I'll bring you a foot long. Do you like everything on it? You call the police officers from last night. Chief. <sighs> Sorry, sir. They were on vacation and didn't return your calls. On what island? <laughs> That's none of your concern, sir. Just go back home now. Wait a minute. Are these the police officers from last night or? No, this is the chief. Well, we, we tried to call them and we're, I guess, somehow still contacting the chief. And the chief was like, sorry, they're on vacation as of now. And oh, didn't Jesus return Jesus Christ, they're dead. Yeah, they're dead. On what they're island? On, va- <laughs> on what island? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe they're on vacation. On which island are they on vacation? <laughs> and he said, that's none of your concern. Just go back home. All right. And we said, wait a minute. Tell him I know what's going on. (laughs) I love On What Island. (laughs) Uh, I know what's going on here. (sighs) Very well. I'll take you back to the station, but don't try anything with me again. Thanks. (laughs) You leave the chief and walk down the street towards your apartment building. Soon you arrive at the door, at your door, and knock three times. (laughs) Just checking. He just does that when he goes home because he's seen other people knock on doors. He assumes you just do it on every door. It's a ritual, yeah. So he yeah. knocks on his own door, then lets himself in. Go in and wait for officers to arrive. Maybe they come every night. You go. You open up your front door and see two pol- 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 officers. <laughs> see two police officers standing outside. One of them looks like he's about to cry, while the other seems more professional than the first. <laughs> Officer one. Hello, Mr. Roboto. We've been expecting you. Please, I'm it's assume... Inspector Roboto. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to assume that is the because of the order that they were described in. I'm going to assume Officer Number One is the one who looks like he's about to cry. So let me reread that. Hello, Mr. Roboto. We've been expecting you. Please don't cry. I don't know how to handle that. <laughs> Please don't cry. I can't. I only understand things I can do. Um, like eating a foot long. I can't eat a foot long. Ooh, can I put one away? Uh, Invite them in and tell them to keep their voices down. And none of this crying bullshit. (laughs) You invite them in and tell them to keep their voices down. Officer number two. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you so much for coming to help us out. Officer number one. Yeah, we really appreciate it. (laughs) Why why are you about to cry? Has something happened? (laughs) Why are you... (laughs) which of your loved ones was killed in this conspiracy (laughs) why are you crying officer number two says well um it was just a routine patrol we were were patrolling around the area when we came across some suspicious activity the guy who was supposed to be running things wasn't there so we thought maybe something bad had happened to him or her Officer number one is just like, oh, something bad might have happened. I can't handle it. Wait, I, I interpreted that completely different. Like the professional what? ones telling like a story of like, it was just like any other night. We never knew anything was going to happen. And like officer one saw some shit. Oh, okay. We just don't know what yet. Should we just say go on? Yeah, of course. So we searched the area but found nothing. Then we decided to head back home since our shift ended an hour ago. When we got back to the precinct, we went through all our files and noticed you weren't listed as having worked today. (laughs) No, I was in the park. Eating footlongs. (laughs) Eating footlongs. Talking to the chief. That's right. Yeah, maybe like I was off today. What happened? 
Like, did they see us? Did they see right. a robot? We're fucking racist. They probably saw Inspector. They yeah. probably saw Chief uh, probably saw, Chief like, Singer an and thought it was us. I was off today. What happened? Well, uh, we checked your file and saw that you were supposed to work this morning, but the person who runs the office forgot to give you a day off. <laughs> Officer number one says, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that he didn't see much. I think he's just a sensitive soul. <laughs> you got into the wrong line of work. <laughs> oh no, schedule snafus really get me. <laughs> um <laughs> This really just sounds like a this sounds just like an office problem. I I don't know if there's much going on here. Yeah, uh so so why did you guys come by? Imagine if you were supposed to work and you didn't show up for work and you come home and two of your coworkers are waiting <laughs> for you with this like cryptic like, yeah, so. But they're uh, also you know police officers, today? so you're not sure if they're like <laughs> arresting you. <laughs> and there's a pending like unintentional homicide investigation. Yeah, what do we say? Like, uh, oh, wait, did you say like, why are you guys... Why'd you guys come by? I did not say that. Why have you got what? So what? So what brings you here? So what brings you here? He does that a lot. He like repeats phrases over and over again until he gets the cadence a little bit better. I'm so Roboto. what brings you here? I'm <laughs> Roboto. Uh, well, I'm not exactly sure. It could be that. <laughs> it could be that you're the one they think killed someone. Whoa, hold on, don't make any assumptions. This is a big deal. <laughs> this guy. Is he crying is because he's out. here to arrest me and he thinks we're buds? <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> um. Officer number two, like, just picked him at random and he's like, no, why do I have to go on this case? I like Roboto. We need to let them know, like, I think there's a conspiracy going on. Yeah. Off- oh yeah, say I think there's a conspiracy going on, Chief Wobot. Wobot. Chief is dead. Should we say he's dead? Is dead. I think there is a conspiracy going on. Chief Wobon is dead. Really? That's all you know? No, not really. But I mean, yeah, I guess so. And you can prove it. Then we'll let you live. <laughs> Poor boy. <laughs> Poor boy. Oh man, I really want this. I th- th- everybody has to come out of this okay because I want the buddy cop for story of these two, of Wobot, not Wobot, of 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 Roboto and Officer Number One. We need names for these guys too. Yeah, wait. So we have to we have to play up to Officer One. He's our yeah. bud. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And pull in Officer. <laughs> and if you could just if you could just prove that everything's okay, we can let you live. We were here to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the end? Interesting. Yeah, robots are not uh, entitled. <laughs> Officer to a fair number trial. two is like, that's not what we were gonna do. Is that what you were worried about this whole time? <laughs> we're just gonna ask him a few questions. But I know what that means in the movies. We say to the fir- to Officer One, like, Chief Singer is an evil robot, possibly a sewing machine. <laughs> we say that to Officer One. Ch- Officer Two says, "Oh my God, are you serious?" You say to Officer One. I don't want to talk anymore. Let me go. You leave the house and walk along the street. <laughs> leave these two <laughs> cops, two in cops your house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going I'm back to the park. I'm going for a walk and a foot long. <laughs> <laughs> 
get in your <laughs> Are we like trying to are we trying to bait them to like follow us now? Yeah. Yeah, go back go to the park and look at the apartment. I want to see if like maybe the apartment was at- also rigged to blow up when there were three cops in it. Our apartment? Yeah. I always, whenever, I always use plural, like, pronouns when we're both playing the game as yes, one Yes, the person. apartment you and I live in. Yes, yeah. You return to the park and look at the apartment building. You see that it looks like a giant robot. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. My old apartment <laughs> building in my own image. <laughs> um... Uh, who is the who rented us this apartment like what how long have we been living here big robot big robot apartments is what my building is called because it is a big robot (laughs) right next to the big bean my mother (laughs) my mother (laughs) so it looks like a giant robot i wonder should we does it is it dangerous to call the chief again, or do we need? I think we just go down to the station again. Go okay. We have a gun. We could blast our way out of this. That's true. You return to the station and ask why you aren't being paid. <laughs> they tell you that you that they need time to investigate, and will you pay? And will pay you when they figure everything out. I'm union. So- you can't hold my pay in escrow. <laughs> So they're they're this it's it's funny how like this this robot he is very like he's very with it in the moment but he is a little bit like a neural network in which he like does not remember the context of like what's going on and why he's here yeah I I forget why I'm here but but I don't think I was paid (laughs) so it's probably that (laughs) demand to see the chief. Chief, what the fuck? Why am I not getting paid? <laughs> That's your problem right now. <laughs> I need to afford more footlongs. <laughs> They're only $5, but you pay me very little. <clears throat> you demand to see the chief. He tells you that he has been taken down to the basement by robots. That sounds like a lie. He says that he knows who did it, but won't say anything else until after his body is examined and autopsied. <laughs> Is this some kind of kink? <laughs> I, I won't say anything until I'm dead. <laughs> Over my dead body. <laughs> that actually is like a kind of badass, like, I won't talk till my body is examined in all time scenes. So to be clear, this is... This is Chief John Singer. This is Chief Singer, okay. Are we alone <laughs> in the Chief basement Singer. with him? Um... I don't know exactly what happened. I guess we... I guess, we, yeah, we were... We saw him... We got to him and he was down in the basement. So yeah, we're probably alone with him. He's like, I was brought down here by robots. Right. I don't know what I know to tell you. Point the gun at him and demand he talks. Ooh, hell yeah. A little less conversation, a little more boom, 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 boom. Point the gun at him and demand that he talk. He turns around and fires several bullets into your chest before running away. You die instantly. Is that the end? I mean, it doesn't look like the end. Like, we can definitely keep going, and we are, in fact, a robot. And I feel like, like, but yeah, it's going to, like, fuck us up a little bit, but, like, we're kind of, like, keep 
keep trucking. I don't like. I don't know what you die instantly exactly. Like it, it didn't. Scenario. It didn't give us like the you're dead end game. No, it didn't. Which I think at that point you can you even can keep going. It just says it like as if it's an event. Okay, I would say yeah. follow singer, follow the chief. Nah, follow singer. He's not the chief. Chief Wobin was the chief. You follow Singer through the woods. We're out here now. Uh, eventually, you find him in a small cabin. He's sitting on a chair with his head resting against it. A shotgun lies next to him. What do you want? Is this the island on which they were vacationing? <laughs> Wait, he's in a cabin in the police station? Yeah, in the woods, technically. We followed him through the woods, so I guess we kind of like went out the back door. Okay, yeah. Somehow made it to the Chicago. You woods. know, we were in downtown um, Chicago minutes ago, and now we're in the woods. Yeah, you know, it happens. We're both robots. Um, we both run fast. Tell me who programmed you? Who programmed me? The chief of police department, Roboto. <laughs> Robot? What the hell does that mean? What is happening? I don't know. Maybe, um, okay, maybe we've, maybe Roboto kind of assumed the role of chief because it seemed it, he, he saw a power vacuum when there was not one. Um, as soon and, as you ran um, into the woods, you left the jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah. I'm the um, longest tenured surviving police officer. Therefore, I am now chief. I'm the chief now. Uh, yeah, I, so I'm going to assume that's what okay. happened, and Singer said, robot? I think that is an, an address. Robot? What the hell does that mean? Point the gun at him and demand to know who programmed him. Who programmed me? Yes, because I'm sure you've heard about the chief's death. Who did it? Oh, no. What happened? Why would someone do such a thing? Snide. Yeah, you're reading the right tone. Uh, fucking shoot. Fire. Kill him. Okay. You're only going to kill a robot. <laughs> Singer says, shit, that was stupid. Shoot him now. <laughs> you shoot Singer in the chest and he runs out of the cabin. The chief is dead. The city is in shock. Oh, is this like the epilogue now? Kind Damn, of? like there's no evidence that we did the right <laughs> thing. So we're going to go to jail forever. No. But we saved Chicago. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. so open what, up what his. We... Inspect him. Inspect him to see if okay. you can figure. Inspect him for evidence of who is behind all this. There are two things I was put on this earth to do: eat <laughs> footlongs and inspect. And save Chicago. <laughs> and I'm all out of footlongs. <laughs> <laughs> because I did not get paid this week. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, you inspect the chief for any signs of tampering or hacking. Nothing is found. Afterwards, you decide to take a break from this case and go home. Think about how you can get some sleep. Why don't we call up Officer One? I was going to say, invite one. over any of the officers from yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. all know our home address. I, I want to specifically talk to Officer Number One. Oh, Wow. I am sexist. You invite officer number one over to your apartment. She accepts, but she doesn't seem very happy about it. I don't I don't really feel comfortable here, she says. It's not safe. She goes inside her car and drives off without another without saying another word to you. So she comes over and says, 
I don't like it, gets right back in her car and leaves without another word. Hmm. I think, yeah, we're we're both sexist for assuming that was a man, but also I don't like that our one female character is the one that's like constantly crying. In emotional distress, yeah. Um, yeah, all right. So that was no help. No. Uh, Call our partner? Do we have a partner? I, I don't know. I had come to think of officer number one as our partner. Yeah, officer number one is officer number two's partner. Just our buddy. Oh, that would make sense. We can see. This might open up a whole nother avenue. I hope it's like, hi, honey. I also day? hope it's that. You call your partner, but he isn't answering. Try calling him again, but there's no answer either. He must be busy investigating something else right now. <laughs> That's probably it. There is... The police chief is dead. The city is in shock. He's probably busy. <laughs> Many officers He's have probably died. probably on his beat. He's probably on an island. Should we go like looking for him? Should we go out looking? Um, He's probably on an island. I think we just go down to the station one more time because like who's it? Okay. Go down to the station and demand and like ask who's in charge here because it might be us. We might be the chief now. You return to the police station and ask who's in charge. You are told that the chief has been promoted to commander, so you will probably be transferred soon. You leave the station feeling more uneasy than ever. I feel very uneasy. <laughs> I have never felt uneasy before. I therefore feel more uneasy than ever. <laughs> I um, did not know commander, commander was a title. It was a police rank. <laughs> also, which dead chief just got a promotion? <laughs> Uh, whoever. Okay, so I guess maybe we. Well, okay, wait. If we thought that we were the chief, and the chief is being promoted to commander, and will probably be transferred soon, is that, is that like, is that like a we're being like taken to the farm out, like out in the country, like where you're gonna be transferred? Soon? Gonna, yeah, transfer think, our like, memory onto a different hard drive. Oh, oh no. We, I love this body. They can format my disc, but they can't format my heart. (laughs) Go to accept your transfer. See what's going to happen. We still have the gun. You accept your transfer to the new command post. Your supervisor tells you that he hopes you'll be able to solve this case as well as you can. As time passes, you continue solving cases, but they become less and less interesting to investigate. (laughs) Did we just get sent to like a small town and we're just like losing the, the I miss Chicago. The I miss Footlongs. I miss my mother. I miss the I bean. Miss the, the bean. <laughs> oh, this is this is really dismal. I have one more thing I want to do. Check okay. check our own file. Mm. That's how they found out before that like we were being investigated for homicide and like all that That's stuff. Right. You open up your own file and see that you are currently assigned to the Central District. This means that you are working with Detective Number 7 on a murder investigation. This is a bit unusual since Detective Number 7 usually works alone. You wonder if this is related to the Chief's promotion. Do we know that we're the Chief? (laughs) I don't know whether or not we are the Chief. I don't think we're the Chief. I don't think we killed Singer. I, I don't think so either what was how did that wind up we like checked for any signs of hacking couldn't find it and then just left the cabin that he was shot in but we were shot and survived too it's true yeah um Uh, who's detective number seven yeah go talk to detective number seven you head into the room where detective number seven is sitting at his desk he looks up when he sees you come in but doesn't say anything 
So what do you want? He asks. I'm looking for detective number seven, you reply. This is a delightful little uh, case of not knowing <laughs> that, yeah, this yeah. is the guy. Um, um, yeah. Uh, should we sit sit down? Wait for detective number seven? Inspect his face without him realizing that we're doing an inspection. <laughs> they never see. You examine his face closely. It seems like he hasn't slept all day. His eyes are red and puffy. He also has a scratch on his cheekbone, which makes him look older than he actually is. <laughs> Most old, old people have scratches all over their face. The more scratches, the older you are. I believe those are called scratches, but I'm not fully sure. Shall we ask when detective number seven will be back? Because we don't know it's him. Yeah, of course. The more we can awkwardly ask about detective number seven without realizing what we're doing, the better. Ooh, actually, first, because this will just be good for us, we should ask his name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what is your name? My name is John Doe, he replies. <laughs> oh, okay, then. Where are you from? I'm from New York City. How old are you? You think about how to respond. <laughs> <laughs> how old are we? I am two years old. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Today is my birthday. I would like a foot long and to visit my mother, the bean. Uh, let's say... I was born from the bean two years ago today. No, let's tell him, like, <laughs> I am on software version number 2.1.3. <laughs> Software version 2.1.3, he says, surprised by your response. That's pretty old. You nod and tell him how to get it from here. HTTP colon slash slash www.nyc hyphen software dot com slash download slash version slash v2 underscore one underscore three slash. You, <laughs> I too am from New York City. Well, my software is... <laughs> Yeah, I know. I just wanted to find out where you were from before we started talking about this case. Wait, yeah, case. I guess this is him. He sighs and shakes his head. It's not really a good place to live. You shake your head and shrug. <laughs> <laughs> there aren't any footlongs here. <laughs> Should we now, now let's say where is detective number seven? Yeah, getting a lot of comedy out of like... He just said, all right, now that we know each other, let's talk about the case. Wait, yeah. but who are you and where is detective number seven? <laughs> um, <laughs> where is detective number seven? Uh, his computer is down right now, he says. You nod and turn to leave. However, you stop yourself because of something else he said earlier. Do you know who I am? John looks at you quizzically for a moment, then nods. Yeah, you're my newly assigned Yeah, and I, I am your computer. And I am down. <laughs> I miss my mom. <laughs> and footlongs. <laughs> um, wait, ask him if he knows about what yeah happened? about like about Chicago. Do you know what happened in Chicago? Yes, I did. John says the chief was killed there. You pause and think about what he said. The chief was killed in Chicago then why would the chief be dead in New York City? <laughs> There's something really confusing about cities for robots. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, yeah, what his interpretation of cities is. That everything, like, wait, but why isn't there a police office in New York and L.A.? 
um should we ask like did you know the chief or like or who do you think did it yeah okay yeah we need to know if our partner thinks we are a murderer who do you think who do you think did it i don't know yet john admits but i'll figure it out you smile and nod good luck with that <laughs> that sounds like we're telling him we did it <laughs> Oh, poor Roboto. <laughs> but he wants to figure out what happened in Chicago. Let's ask him if, like, yeah. let's say to him, let's go to Chicago and figure this whole thing out. Okay, let's go to Chicago and figure this whole thing out, John agrees. You walk through the forest until you reach an intersection. <laughs> there is a sign. <laughs> this might be a, like a dystopian Chicago future that is like overrun with, with greenery because we. you walk through the forest until you reach an intersection. There's a sign saying police station. You decide to take the left path instead of going straight ahead. Yeah, it's, you know, the nature has taken back most of Chicago. Um, yeah. Except for the bean. <laughs> Except for the bean, you can't take my mother. Enter the police station with John. Yep. Is this man's name actually John Doe? Like, I mean, it's not, but like, is he like, is that what's on his like papers? I think he was just trying to get a rise out of a robot to see what would happen. Aw, rude. You enter the police station and see a desk with a few files on it. A door opens up into another room. On one side of the room a ta is a table covered with papers and books. On the other side of the room is a chair covered in papers and books as well. Is there nobody here? Whoops, we went to the library. <laughs> I think it might be that, like, the police station is empty. Like, there's, there's nobody here since we left. It's just, yeah. like, a, a mess. Should we inspect? Yeah, that's what we got to do. Oh, shit, I think I said that. Whoops. I said inspect the scene, so actually we commanded John to inspect. Um, John walks over to inspect the scene. He examines the floor and wallpapers, but doesn't look inside any of them. Uh, you walk over to John and asks if he wants to examine anything in particular. He hesitates for a moment, then nods. What is it? Yeah, just keep it going. Please don't let me interrupt. <laughs> well, I'm sure you've already figured out what to do, so I won't waste time explaining it. You nod and begin inspecting the papers on the desk. As you do so, John begins examining some of the books on the table. You know what to do. Uh-huh, of course I do. I know exactly what to do. And he, like, awkwardly goes and, like, <laughs> looks at some of the papers looking at John the whole time, like, this is right, right? <laughs> like, this is what he wanted me to do. <laughs> Uh, well, do we find anything? Or You open up a file labeled Chief of Police and see a photo of the Chief. He has short brown hair, wears glasses, and is wearing a dark suit. His eyes are sunken in due, in, his eyes are sunken in due to old age, but his face shows no signs of disfigurement. How could he be old? Okay. He does not have chin scratches. <laughs> um, should we, like, show the picture to John? Yeah. You turn the photo, you turn to John and point at the photo. This is the chief of police. John looks at the photo, frowning. He turns away from you and stares off into space. You sigh in disappointment. Uh, I don't know what he is trying to tell us. <laughs> Talk to me, John. We need to communicate here. This is not how partnerships work. <laughs> I am a very literal police officer. <laughs> 
<clears throat> I don't do well with the strong and silent type. What do you think, John? It's not him. It's a different man. You shake your head and continue looking through the papers. You pick up a file labeled crime scene and read about how the crime was committed. What does it say? Read, read the file. And wait, maybe he just knows what Chief Singer looks like and we showed him a picture of Chief Woban. Mm. Robots do not wear glasses and have short brown hair. Uh, the file reads, On Saturday night, April 8th, 20XX, a group of five men entered the house of James Rizzo. The group consisted of three white males and four black males. That's... More than five. <laughs> um, one of the members was dressed in a business suit while the others wore casual clothing. God, we're like at the end, like we're like running out of time here. And this is the most interesting thing that I've heard. Yeah. So a, a whole bunch of people went into the house, possibly bunch a bunch of a, men a, of James Rizzo, but also it James might be Rizzo, chief. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And. It's very weird that one was in a business suit and the That's rest are like, like a in very like mafia hit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Keep reading. Uh, yeah. James Rizzo was found dead in the in his bed by his wife Mary. She immediately called the police and reported that her husband had been murdered. The police arrived shortly after and began the, their investigation. <laughs> Keep reading. Yeah. Police investigators were able to determine, Jesus, that the murder weapon was a 38 caliber revolver. They also determined that all of the suspects were male. <laughs> all of the suspects, except for one, were black, and they all lived in the same neighborhood as each other. That is not what we were told before, but they all lived in the same neighborhood as each other. In what neighborhood That's did they so live in? so many people to go murder one man. Yeah, something is, what's going on here? Should we ask John what he thinks, maybe? Just to get a different perspective on it? Yeah. John, have you seen this <laughs> three to seven men in casual clothing <laughs> with w at least one man in a business suit killing before? I don't know anything about it, but I can tell you that it doesn't look like the chief of police. You shrug and continue reading. A few days later, an autopsy revealed that John or that James Rizzo died from a single gunshot wound to the chest. Seven men come enter this house and shoot one man one time. It just does what seem all, very like a hit. For? Like they all came in to intimidate him, and then the guy in the suit shot him in the chest. Oh my god! I don't know how to wrap this up. Yeah, we're like not at a wrap up point. We can always return to this story because ai dungeon saves everything that you do um we can always try to leave this off as a stopping point and return somewhere else this isn't quite a good stopping point we can try to get to a better one but yeah uh see if there's an address for james rizzo god i love inspector Rovato and john doe yeah i actually think we could make this like the way we have other recurring segments, we could just yeah. make a crime of the week with Inspector Roboto and John Doe. Oh my God, yes. Where we just keep returning to this very same AI dungeon. You find a post office box for James, James Rizzo and dial it. <laughs> Hello, is this the post office box? <laughs> a woman answers who seems surprised to hear your voice. I'm just as surprised <laughs> as you are. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Rizzo? Is this James Rizzo? She asks nervously. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. You reply. 
<laughs> trying like this man is incap this robot is incapable of like doing undercover work like this. <laughs> yes, it is me, your husband, James Rizzo. I love you. <laughs> I miss you. I love what I mean you. <laughs> I love you. You look just like my mother, you big beautiful bean. <laughs> Triple B. <laughs> <laughs> um this is interesting I, I hope john doe is off to the side like what are you doing what are you even doing you dial <laughs> yeah wait we dialed a p.o box his wife inexplicably <laughs> his did pick up and then asked is this my husband after all these days or maybe years uh yeah well that's actually suspicious because if she has reason to believe he's still alive i had like a be. very horror thought of like Oh. What if we are Frank Rizzo? James Rizzo? What if we are? What if, like, we were once yeah. John, John, James Yeah, and what Rizzo? if Singer oh. was once Woban? Oh. Oh, interesting. Should we, like, leave it on this cliffhanger? I think, or, yeah, that or... might be a good place to leave okay. it. Okay. Oh, beautiful. That was the careless okay. whisper of Doll Street. The Phantom Trouble of Doll Street. The Demon Beam. It was, in fact, a Phantom Trouble, I would say. It never really, <laughs> never really settled down. The trouble was hard to grasp what exactly it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So we will, we'll be back to the, um, to James, uh, I don't know, maybe James Rizzo. Yeah. We'll to be Inspector back to Doll Street. Roboto. Yeah, well, well, you know, you know what they say. You always come back to Doll Street. You always come back to the Bean. You always come back to the Bean. She worries about you. <laughs> um, wow, yeah, AI Dungeon, always a treat, always just fantastic. Yeah. Knocks it out of the park. I would say we could even come right back to it next week. Make this a. I think that would be really plus fun. Part yeah. So if you have any um, theories about what might be going on here, do you think that Roboto is or was once James R Rizzo? Do you think John Doe is above board? Is he actually trying to figure this out? Or does he have something else going on beneath the surface? Yeah, did you trust Chief Woban, Chief Singer? Neither, both? Do we have we it all wrong? With did we, are we on a murder spree and just Mr. Magooing right through it? No. Uh, oh, no. That'd be really <laughs> sad and weird. Um... Uh, yeah, so if, if you do have any thoughts, um, please let us know. Um, you can email us at robots at backcamp.org. You can also tweet at us at robot typewriter. And we have a theme song, and it's called Video Challenge by Anamanaguchi. Here we go. The The tagline for this, this show, this recurring segment, mm. The Phantom Trouble of Doll Street, the story of Inspector Roboto and his assistant, and how their friendship was threatened by a secret police plan. That is exactly, that sounds like it hit the nail on the head. John Doe's like, whoa, I'm not his assistant, I'm his partner. <laughs> and I'm not his I've friend, this for I'm years. his partner. This kid's two years old. He's too young He's only for on, you, bro. He, he might be two years old, but I was kind of hoping that there might be some romance on the job between John Doe and Roboto. We'll see, we'll I mean, see. there's always time. Two years old with an adult robot consciousness. I don't know the ethics of this. Max Wolf did not either. tell us whether we can date AI textgen. <laughs> Max, Dad, please, is this okay? Yeah, please advise. We know you're our dad and also it's dad. 
we're gonna we're gonna knock on your door late at night and have a little heart to heart. We'll we'll see you later. Good night, Dad. Good night, Dad. <laughs>